My Favorite Mortgage Podcast. want to thank all the listeners for joining us. My name is Jamie Booth. I'm a licensed loan officer in Arizona and Texas, and I wanted to welcome you to My Favorite Mortgage Podcast. Yay! That's the second time I've done that. Um, today, we've got a very special guest, Michelle Gernadini. She is a licensed realtor here in Southern Arizona. I just want to say thank you for coming on. Well, thanks for having me. I'm super excited. I love talking, so let's like let's be fun. Yeah. Is this your first podcast? Third? Uh, I think so. it's my third. I think third. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So you're a pro at this. I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> but I've done it before. <laughs> well, you're a pro at real estate, and that's why we brought you on because you've been doing this realtor for twelve years. Twelve years. Mm-hmm. Wow, so you've lived through. I lived through the recession crash. <laughs> yeah. yeah, lived through that. I was actually in the mortgage business before that. So 2004 through 2007, saw that whole demise and then got back into real estate for some crazy reason. Because this is fun. It is fun. This it's is interesting. interesting so. Yeah, but it's not one transaction is alike. Right. Everyone has something unique to their particular transaction. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this is this is super fun, especially nowadays. We <laughs> just we're just working within the dynamics of the market. I yeah. Think. And market shifts change so mm-hmm. fast that, you know, we're we're preparing for the worst and you know, then things get better and it's a pleasant surprise. Yep. So I wanted to let our audience know, and those in Tucson, Arizona, if you're looking for a fantastic realtor, let's get to know Michelle. So um, before you hopped on, I just wanted to clear things up. Um, you're a newlywed. I am. How, yeah. how long have I'm you been married? celebrating my first year wedding anniversary on Saturday. Yes, yeah, so it'll be really? Here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, that... That feels like it was just yesterday. I know. Pictures. Yeah. A year. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, congratulations. Thank you. It's been fun. It's been fun. Hey, guys, I don't know if you know this, but when you get married and you receive gifts, like cash gifts, you know you can use that as your down payment. I did not know that. <laughs> Are you saying you that before? Okay. Yeah, now I know. And you know what's so funny? We've, we've done this a couple times where we had to show the wedding invitation date Mm -hmm. to correspond and match up with the cash deposits in their bank account. And we were actually even able to go on Facebook going, here you go, here you go, Mr. Underwriter. This was their wedding. This, all this cash, you know, because we don't really like cash in the mortgage world, but yeah, you can use gifts of cash from your wedding as down payment. Did not know that. Yeah. That'll work out really well for the wedding expo that we're going to be at yes. next month, right? <laughs> we're, we're getting ready to do that. We're going to meet a lot of brides, mm-hmm. soon-to-be brides, soon-to-be grooms, and that's a huge accomplishment. Mm-hmm. And the next step is buying a house together. Yeah. Yep. So, newlywed, mm-hmm. and in this for 12 years, Michelle, what is a hidden talent that you have that comes in handy? In everyday life. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant just like a, a flex. Just or no, no, okay, <laughs> flex. What's a hidden talent that you have? I love karaoke, oh. and I can rap every word <laughs> to Salt and Pepper's Shoot nonstop in one breath. <laughs> Not really. Really? Yes. <laughs> so 
you're a singer. No, <laughs> no. That's why it's a, it's a hidden talent because I can't sing. Okay, but I can I can rap this one song really well. And so that's always on your card wherever there's karaoke. You got to make sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That song brings down the house depending on who your audience. Is. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll have to put a little snippet. Just know. a weird flex. That's all. She's, she's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that is that is a hidden talent for sure. Um, so, which uh, so what kind of what girl are you? Buffalo wings, blue cheese, or ranch? Ranch. They're all the above. <laughs> um, I would say ranch probably. Ranch more often than not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blue cheese if it's buffalo wings. What's a TV show that you watch on repeat? Uh, Start to finish. Uh, uh, Shit's Creek. That's mine. Yeah, I put Shit's Creek. Yeah, Shit's Creek one. for sure. Yeah, I'm actually rewatching Sex Education right now because I love that show too. That's really mm-hmm. cute. I'll have to read. I'll have Sunday to watch Sunday. that one. I yeah. have I heard of that. It's good. <laughs> so Shit's Creek. Anything else? Um, How I Met Your Mother. I think every few years I'll rewatch that from start to finish, mm-hmm. season one through the end. Mm-hmm. And then let's see. Um, about friends. No, I'm not friends, girl. I know. I know. We friends. I know. I know. I I get it. I know. It's it's not common, but I'm not a friends, girl. I don't know what it. You haven't given it the chance. Maybe. I don't know. You can't get past like season three. <laughs> you know, I watched it when it was on television. I loved it, but now I just I can't get into it for some reason. Yeah, it's very dated now. That I think that's probably it. why. I don't. I, yeah, that could yeah. be why. I do. Um, Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm. I think we start to finish season one. I wish. I just wish there were more. I do too. Seasons. It was so yeah. good. It was so good. Yeah. And then when I get to like the fifth season, I'm like, I know it's going to end. <laughs> yeah. I do um, Mad Men with my husband. Oh. We have started that season one through. I think there's ten seasons. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. And just start to finish. So wow. it's always on, kind of in the background, cooking. Yeah. Mad Men. You know, Bob's Burgers is also another one that I've watched on repeat. I love, like, animated adult, like, all adult animated cartoons. Yeah. Or Family Guy. For adults. American Dad. Yeah. American okay. Dad. I, I, I got a flex. <laughs> My brother-in-law is an executive producer for Family Guy. Really? He oh, started fun. as a writer about 20 wow. years ago. Yeah. That's way cool. So, yeah, my, my sister's married to uh, Tom Delvaney. Huh. Okay. So he started on that one with Bulky, uh, My Favorite Cousin or something, back in the 80s. And then he started on Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah. Yeah, with the I know what you're. Okay, yeah, I got to show you. So yeah, he's been in, he's been in. Uh, he, they live out in Palm Springs mm-hmm. in LA. So that's my flexes. My Very my cool. daughter loves that her uncle is is executive producer. <laughs> <Fianna>. <laughs> I mean, she's a girl. He's so cool. He's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that was getting to know Michelle a little bit better, and um, God, thinking of TV shows. I just started um, this TV show on Apple. Mm. It's called Silo. Mm. Okay. Have you have you guys seen that or heard of that? Oh my gosh. It is good. Is it? 
I heard Apple TV has a ton of really great programming, and I just I have my Apple TV on another TV, and I just never watch it. So. No, I I never do yeah. watch the Apple. Like yeah. I know there's you know the Reese Witherspoon mm-hmm. Good Morning Show. Never given it a chance, and for some reason I started this this weekend, and it was one of the shows where I'm, I'm like it's eleven o'clock. One more. <laughs> one more. Okay, one more. <laughs> so that one's really good. You gotta check it out. I will. So, um, and then I don't know if you've noticed. Uh, I woke. I came in this morning, and my assistant has what does she call it? She's ducked me. <laughs> is that what this is? Because there's a little ducky over here. They're oh, they're everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> like, like there's little ducks everywhere. So, cute. so that's how many on my desk. How many we found? <laughs> wow. There's I don't know twenty five thirty. There's one in my water bottle. Oh no. So, yeah. They're so cute. I saw the first one. I'm like, hey, there's a duck in my water bottle. Wait a minute. They're everywhere. And so (laughs) they've been finding them to look right in the the door. Oh, yeah. Stop her. She got creative. She got really creative. Oh, there's one in the corner there. So she's filming me. I'm like, is this a TikTok? (laughs) She's like, yeah. So we'll have to put that one together. Yeah. So I guess I would. So Ducked today. <laughs> uh, I'm going to let you guys take them home, the ones that we find, and you do that for your kids because that was a fun little scavenger hunt. Oh, look, there's one here. Tip. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, um, back to the podcast, My Favorite Mortgage. We like to talk about the ins and outs of the home buying journey mm-hmm. from start to finish, pre qual to closing table, and after that. So, Michelle, is there a favorite or memorable transaction you'd like to share with us today? Uh, Yeah, I mean, (laughs) you know, when you've been in this business, throughout all the market dynamics, you know, like I started when the housing market crashed and housing, you could buy through bedroom to bathroom house for like $75,000, that's insane. Um, And now we're like on the other end of the pendulum, you know, where we're, you know, crazy high rates, crazy high prices. Um, but I do have like just a funny experience when, uh, and this is just like more of a gut thing than anything. Uh, I had sold a house to one of my investor clients a few years back and it was close to U of A. Um, and it was, it had been abandoned for, I mean, like five years, like nobody had been living in it at all. Okay. Um, so there, they had had squatters in the house. They, because when we walked in, there was like spray paint on the walls, okay. just things like that. <clears throat> they wanted to buy it, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of. I didn't yeah. remember any broken windows. I just remember the spray paint there. So on closing day, I went to pick up keys and I wanted to do just a quick little tour of the house before, right. just to make sure everything was okay. okay. So I, I walk in. I look, I'm like, okay, everything's still a little trash. Very much. Sorry. Oh, there we go. There was a duck. <laughs> Flying duck. Um, and I walk over to where the master bedroom is. So I walk down the hallway and to the right was a master bedroom. And I try to open the doors. I was like, I don't remember leaving this door shut. And so I try to open it and it was locked. And there was just this overwhelming feeling that was just like, get out, get out now. Yeah. So I just darted out of there. And I dropped off the keys with my client and I just said, hey, I just want to let you know, the door was locked. I got this really weird feeling. Just FYI, keep that in mind. And he's like, okay, cool. So he calls me like a week later and he's like, Michelle, you're not going to believe what happened. And so when they went back to start cleaning everything out and start, you know, doing their thing, 
they uh, they opened up the master bedroom and the window had in fact been broken at that's that point. We're getting in. Yeah. yeah. And there they had left a surprise in the in the bathroom. Great. And then they also left a box of goodies <laughs> of a uh, Personal sex toys. And they were like, all right, I guess, you know, it is what it is. So it was, it was one of those things where it ended up being a little bit funny, but also just that sensation of, of like trusting your gut. Yeah. And, and those yeah. moments of like, you never like, knew yeah, what was you need to get out of there. Yeah. Because I don't know who was behind that. I mean, obviously they were having a really good time. How do you want to be a part of that? So, um, so yeah, so that was pretty memorable. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, I, I'm thinking, you know, when you're telling the story, I'm thinking like safety reasons, mm -hmm. right? You were there by yourself. Right. You know, beautiful young female trying to open up a door. You never know what was on the other side. So, yeah, our, it was one of those like really big moments for me right. personally in my practice where I was like, okay, you can't just walk in. You yeah. Know, you kind of, you get to a point in your life where like, you don't feel as invincible as you once did, yeah. you know? And so you start behaving, you start just being a little bit more mindful of your actions. Right, you're doing. right. Yeah, yeah you, you, um, you're you more cautious, mm -hmm. you know, you're more observant of your surroundings. Mm -hmm. And when you're young, that's the last thing you're thinking. Yeah, I just wanted to get the keys, walk yeah. in the house and get out, you know? And that's yeah. just not something that I can do anymore. <laughs> I have what I'm studying to do. And this is where I'm like such a nana. I used to get so frustrated. I would come up to a green light, mm -hmm. right? And if someone wasn't going fast enough, I'm like, why are you slowing down for a green light? It's a green light. Okay, so now I'm coming to a green light and I'm slowing down to look both ways. Yeah. Where before it would piss me off that they weren't speeding up. <laughs> right? And now I'm like, I've, I've seen too many, you know, I've seen, I've witnessed people running red lights and I, you know, you realize how common mm -hmm. running a red light, not intentionally, sometimes intentionally mm -hmm. is that I'm now becoming that Nana. Right. Well, I think that's slowly approach. I think that's appropriate, you know, yeah. just being a little bit more aware of your surroundings yeah. and you don't want to get to the situation where you're in trouble. So. Yeah. I appreciate that. And, and I was even five years ago, I'm just like, why are you, why are you slowing down? <laughs> it is green. <laughs> Do you do that? Uh, uh, sometimes. I'm, well, I've got a little bit of a lead foot. Uh, yeah. That did actually happen to me yesterday. I was on my way home and somebody ran the stop sign. Yeah. And I was like, my husband's always like, you need to look both ways and you slow down in this. Yeah. And sure is, you know, sure as heck. Yeah. You know, that happened there. But And you just like, well, it startled me. So I was like, you needed to stop. But he didn't. And I, you know. It could, there it could have been a there could have been a situation there, but the, thankfully the right and he was in the wrong and you're like yeah of you're, course yeah he runs stops out but you know what I'd rather you know be cautious yeah and and walk away and drive away with nothing happened but yeah that's what I've been noticing I've been doing lately uh, yeah slowing down for the green light I'm that person I'm sorry but I am. <laughs> Well, I'm glad your investor was able to, you know, not have to deal with squatters still currently in there and just yeah. cleaning up the remains of their fun time. I mean, at least they were having a good time. So that, that we know. Any other stories you'd like to share? Um, you know, recently, and this is more of a 
an FYI, I guess, for yeah. actually for agents, for sellers, for buyers, it's for everybody. Cautionary tale. Yeah, cautionary tale, absolutely. Yes. So I had um, a gentleman reach out to me via Zillow a while back, and uh, he wanted to sell this vacant property and needed to sell it really quickly. And I did a very was it land or it was, was vacant land. Land. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I did a preliminary search through our title company resources, okay. and everything looked to be okay and copacetic. And I thought, okay, great. So uh, once we got the title company involved, they ended up sending a letter to the, the address on record. Okay. And about a week later, this gentleman calls me and says, hey, I don't know who's trying to sell my dad's property, but mm. we're actually in the middle of a lawsuit. You can't or can't sell that property. Uh, there was this whole thing. And then it turned out that the gentleman that I had been communicating with was fraudulent. From God. Yeah. He yeah. was a, he was a fraudulent seller. And, um, and I guess it's been happening a lot. The title company yeah. just, you know, they said that now they're taking proper measures. So anytime that there's a vacant land situation Good. Uh, that goes Good. under contract, they mail a letter, they do yes. a few, you know, they, they have a checklist now, but they can do so that nobody ends up buying a property that they technically don't own. We because have, that has happened. Yeah, we had a, a title rep come in mm-hmm. and talk on, on exactly that. Yeah. Um, Because she's like, you know, who really drives by your vacant land or in like maybe this guy was out of town Mm -hmm. and it's very easy to get county records of who owns vacant land and then they're impersonating and agents, you know, we've become more digital Mm -hmm. in this world, especially after COVID. So meeting face to face isn't. Yeah, you know, it's not always a possibility. Right. And I think what they're doing is that they're targeting uh, vacant landowners where there's been a certificate of death that's been issued. So, yeah, if there's a if there's a an owner who has passed away or um, a property that was in a trust with an owner who passed away, mm-hmm. there's. There's that's who they're targeting. I'm really glad that was caught. Yeah. And then I had a few other agents reach out to me because then they targeted those people. And so they just they were just they just kept going. Mm-hmm. They, they kept going. Wow. Uh-huh. And it must work. Yeah, it must. That's work. what Sam said mm-hmm. is that, you know, it's not just Tucson or Southern Arizona. This is nationwide. Mm-hmm. This ring of fraudsters taking advantage of agents and doing the paperwork and, you know, whatever their story is, mm-hmm. I have this vacant land I want to sell. Yeah. I'm sure it's gone through. Oh, it has. The time yeah. company was, the, you know, they, I don't think it even happened to them, but um, but I know that it has happened before where the buyer takes ownership and then the true owner steps up and is like, okay, yeah, what's going on here? Yeah. So I guess moral of the story is make sure your information is accurate. Mm-hmm. Where you own land is, you know, make sure your address is correct. Maybe the right name or if someone has passed, mm-hmm. who's now taking care of it. Make sure all of your information is correct. Well, I think that's the importance of the due diligence period, right? Like that's that's why a buyer is going to conduct their due diligence, especially when it comes to land. I think with homes, it's a little bit less convoluted there's fewer factors but when you're talking about vacant land there's a lot of stuff that goes into that you know Mm. and so the due diligence period making sure you conduct your investigations your inspections checking the title report that's a huge one because i think that's often overlooked uh but just working with your title agency yeah 
all yeah, that, all that stuff. Well, the title report's pretty long. Uh huh. You know, and it's a lot of words. Uh huh. And, and it's boring. It's boring. Nobody wants Friday. to look at that. <laughs> so we're we're actually doing a lunch and learn with uh, um, learning and reading what a yeah. title commitment is. So and what those mean? Right. Those sections exactly. mean schedules and all that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, super important. We've got all the important contract docs, then all the loan docs, and then title docs. So it gets confusing, and that's what we're here for, guys. If you have any questions on these things, any questions on reading a title commitment, because I know the title company will send it to the buyers, mm -hmm. and they're like, here's something else mm -hmm. with a lot of verbiage that is geared for us. Right. So please reach out if you have any questions. Our email is myfavemortgage at gmail.com. We'll be happy to connect you not only with a fantastic realtor, but even um, a title agent if you need help understanding that. And agents for you guys out there, this is the second time that we have talked about this land fraud. And we want you to just keep in mind to always double check, especially when you hear land. Just put those extra sensors up because it's happening, it's happening across the entire nation. Yeah. Michelle's experienced it. She was lucky enough to have a great title agent mm -hmm. to help her. But then going on to agent after agent after agent, yeah, they target you guys. So please be on the lookout. Um, just do that extra double checking. I'm glad title's implementing that letter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that's, you know, it's not going to be 100%, but it's another safety net. Right. Yeah, it is. I, yeah, that was just, that was, that was a very, because you, you're in this business long enough and you think nothing surprises you anymore, you know? Yeah. But there's always that, that percentage of, of uh, knowledge that you're not going to know. Like we're, we know the ins and outs of this business, but there's always that five or 10% that we're never going to learn because of the shifting changes. marks. Yeah. The changes, yeah. you know, just new things that come up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, like years ago, we weren't I was talking say, about that. No, and you know, 12 years ago, all we were talking about were short sales and foreclosures. So, and now we don't really do that anymore. So there's, there's things change, you know, the tides change. And uh, it's our job to make sure that we stay educated and informed and up to speed on what's going on. Yes. Well, thanks again to Michelle for coming on. Uh, we do want to finish out with a few fun things that we like to do. And so... My lovely assistant decided to give us riddles. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> oh, my. Okay. Uh, what can you put in a bucket to make it weigh less? Air. <laughs> Good guess. <laughs> um, no, the answer is a hole. Oh, you know, it's funny. Okay. You've heard that one. I know. I've heard that one. I've heard that one. To make it weigh. Oh, yes, um, right now. Uh, what has 13 hearts, but no other organs? Mm -hmm. 13 hearts. As, no. Oh, take a card? There you go. Yeah. Okay. All right. See? She's like got one. <laughs> See? Uh, last one. Where's the only place that today comes before yesterday? Wait. Where's the only day that today? Where's the only place where today comes before yesterday? Tomorrow? Right? No. Yesterday, tomorrow, today, the present. I didn't know you. A dictionary. <laughs> you shoot the passenger. Yeah. <laughs> I am not very good at riddles. So. No, yeah, I got one. I'm not good at riddles either. Do you have any? <laughs>
No. No? I heard one yesterday, but I don't remember what it was. And this, it was the same answer was a hole. <laughs> um, something else to make it feel lighter. I have one that I've said for years is um, what dries as it gets wet? <laughs> don't think that way. <laughs> what dries as it gets wet? Yeah, I don't know. A towel. What drive the kids? Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's the only one that I actually know and have ever memorized, and it's so lame. Yeah, so. jokes and riddles are just not something that yeah. I can ever retain. Well, we've gone through all of our dad jokes to where they're really just bad. <laughs> I wanted to, again, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks thank for having you. me. Sorry. Of course, of course. This was fun. Mm -hmm. And guys, if you have any questions, like I said, we are um, available at MyFaveMortgage at gmail.com. You can find us on Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeart, YouTube, just about anywhere. So please feel free to reach out with any and all questions. Um, we have the time, so why not pick our brains? <laughs> yeah, we definitely do. We have the We're time. Available. Exactly. So again, thank you so much. Please like, rate share, follow us, or make any comments, and we'll be happy to reach out, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.